here we are, live at the Minnesota State Fair. Here you go. Let's hear it, guys. Excellent, excellent. And they're here because there's no rain. Um, last week I had five people, and then it was really packed when the rain came. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. So I thank you all for coming and saying hi and whistling and cheering us on. And, yes, we're live at the Minnesota State Fair. And, yes, it is the last, well, I see. Last Sunday was the last Sunday in August, but this Sunday is the first Sunday in August, so we got Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet. I don't know what they're doing over there, but what the heck? What are they doing? Are you with us, Dr. Jess? Can you talk? Yes. Just talk to the mic. What? <laughs> Technology. What? On. Oh, now it's on. There it is. Shoot. Okay, so, I don't know so if you've got doing. vet questions, please, we got Dr. Jess in-house oh, here. I think that was the trash truck. Oh, okay. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Something shiny. Right. There she is. Distracted by loud voices. Yeah, really. Uh, so anyway, so if you got vet questions, please call them in, or you, we get the mic live here, so any of you guys in the audience want to step up to the mic and ask Dr. Jess a vet question. You are more only vet questions. No husband, wife, or kid questions, all right? And also you can call in at 651-641-1071. So Carly, have you made it to the fair yet? I have not. You haven't? No. Oh, are you gonna? Is you only got today and tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. I might. I feel, I'm, I'm not like a big fan of the fair. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's huh? just one of those where it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's the same every year. Okay. <laughs> so well, once you've seen it, you don't really need to go. Okay. Was well, it plenty of new stuff though? It's pretty. Like cool. what? I don't know. I just go to the 4-H building. <laughs> See, I always do that stuff, but, like, I'm looking for, like, new attractions and stuff like oh, that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You, want to, you want to be entertained, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't care. I don't, I don't be entertained. I just <laughs> make my own entertainment. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so that's good. Dr. Jess, anything new and exciting with you? You moved to your clinic, moved to where? Andover. Whereabouts in Andover? Um, in, the, in a little strip mall that where the Andover Animal Hospital used to be, in fact. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. That's cool. It's radically different from Ham Lake. Is it? <laughs> it's on the other side of the highway. Right. You're still with Canine Crossing, correct? Yes, yeah, still okay. inside the store. The store. Okay, sounds good. So, yeah, so if you guys got questions, please give a holler. 651-641-1071. And this week I've gotten a lot of emails about fall allergies in dogs. And so that's what we're going to kind of uh, gently cover here as much as we can. So, Dr. Jess, let's talk about fall allergies in dogs, whereas they're itching. They, uh, some of them have, like, welts on them and uh, changing the food isn't working and so what what do we need to try to help our puppers if they have it well i wouldn't rule out changing the food first i mean if if people are still feeding processed food then their pets can definitely still have problems because uh-huh. it doesn't provide appropriate nutrition um but in general you have to differentiate between like something that needs to be treated and something that doesn't to start with so a lot of dogs will get gnat bites, so you see these red blotches show up on their undersides when they're, you know, after lying on the grass or being outside on the grass or something like that. And if they're not itchy, I would probably just leave it alone as long as all it is is gnat bites. Right. You don't necessarily have to put something on it or do something about it. Um, one of my patients, you know, I got an email from the owner who said, oh, all these lumps have popped up on her side, these little tiny bumps, but they're not bothering her, they're not itchy. And so, you know, your immune system does things. Right. You don't need to treat every sneeze and every cough. Sometimes it's worth just waiting a day or two to see what's going to happen with it. Okay, well, the big thing that uh, the vets want to do is put them on prednisone and Benadryl. And doesn't that mask? Well, yeah. 
it stops them from itching, but it doesn't. Right, but, that, but that's the, you know, the goal in conventional medicine is to do away with symptoms, and so it does that very effectively. All right. Uh, Benadryl kind of more or less effectively. I don't think Benadryl is very effective for allergies most of the time, mm-hmm. but it's, it's over the counter and it's something easy to tell people to do. Right. Um, it has great anti-vomiting effects. <laughs> so, you know, if that's a problem, take some Benadryl. Um, but really, you know, for dogs that are suffering in the fall as opposed to the ones who have summer allergies, the answers are pretty similar. It's basically, you know, you try to make them more comfortable while you're resetting the immune system. So you still have to start with food because most of your immune system is living in your intestines. So I still put these dogs on a raw food diet if they're not already on one. And then you have to think about some of the basics, fish oils, uh, probiotics. Um, if you can find local, raw, unpasteurized honey, I was just watching a video about that this morning. That's been proven to be effective. Um, and so, you know, you give maybe a tablespoon to a 50 pound dog. Okay. What about colostrum? That's the latest buzzword is colostrum. And I read that it's supposed to be given on an empty stomach. Not, you know, where, but how do you get it into it? But then somebody said, well, you put a little bit on with yogurt. But, but about- I, I don't think that it would matter taking it on an empty stomach. Okay. Um, you know, colostrum is kind of a fad that comes and goes. Sometimes I use it in allergy treatment, but not in every case because it's not some magic pill that's going to make the dogs less itchy. Right, but it's not just one thing that has to come together. There's different things. And you have exactly. What happens. So what are some other things that we can do? So we're going to ch- change the pool, hopefully get on some raw to try to get rid of the process. Because yeah. all the allergies, isn't it, is uh, uh, the immune system gone cuckoo? Yeah, the immune system is overreacting to something that it shouldn't. Okay. Um, and, you know, certainly there's a lot of molds and pollen and grass and things that are out now, right, like goldenrod tends to flower more this mm-hmm. time of year and things like that, that weren't present earlier in the year. Um, so fish oils, I think, are really, really useful for essential fatty acids, and I often use fairly high doses. So it's Such not, as? Well, like for, um, you know, for a 10-pound dog, I might even go up to 1,500 to 2,000 milligrams per day. Okay. I mean, sometimes if you really give high doses of those, now, you might want to start at a lower dose right. instead of just saying, hey, Fluffy, you're going to take four of these every yeah. day. You know, watch them come out the dog's other end. Um, so you might have to start at a lower dose and over the course of maybe five or six days work up to the full dose. But I'll use pretty high doses of those. Okay. You know, even for like a medium-sized dog, like a lab or something like that, maybe up to four or 5,000 milligrams per day can okay. be really useful. Okay. I've heard a lot about marine plankton. What's your thoughts on that? The phytoplankton? Yes. Yes, the great phytoplankton debate. For all the readers of Dogs Naturally magazine, all those people know about phytoplankton. Yep. Um, so that's, that's one of those things. So supposedly the fish that we get fish oils from, the way that they develop those essential fatty acids in their bodies is by eating phytoplankton. The fish eat the phytoplankton. Right. So the idea is that you could bypass the whole fish, fish killing <laughs> thing and processing and just feed the dogs phytoplankton. But... I, I don't know. In my mind, that's kind of like, why am I feeding my dog beef when I could just feed him grass? Because after all, the cow eats grass mm-hmm. in order to make protein. Okay. Can dogs eat grass? Not really. Well, well, not as a source of food. Yes. So I'm, I'm just not sure how well that would work since dogs are carnivores. Uh, I don't know. I don't as know. a supplement, not as a main drag, you know. Well, of course, but but taking phytoplankton instead of using um, a, a meat source of essential fatty acids, I think is going to be challenging for a dog. Okay. 
Okay, so then... I mean, like, in theory, it's a great idea, but really... Okay. Is there any other remedies, like something from Standard Process, that can help build the immune system to try to... Oh, tons of things. Like what? Standard Process makes a supplement called Allerplex. Allerplex? Yep. And so it comes in capsules. It's really safe. It's a blend of some of their other supplements. And sometimes it depends on the individual symptoms and when things arose. So it's not always the time of year, but you have to look and, and think, like, okay, did my dog get recently vaccinated and now he's itchy? Did I give heartworm preventive and now my dog is itchy? Did I dump some flea and tick thing on my dog and now he's trying to scratch his skin off? And so all those things kind of have to be taken into account. You have to do a little bit of investigative work to try to figure out. Instead of just saying, you know, well, gosh, it's September. It must be fall allergies. Right, right. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of things that our pets are affected by. And many times, season, or let's see, like fall allergies give way to year-round allergies, correct? Well, if you treat them conventionally. Yeah. So conventional treatment just suppresses the symptoms. And um, I think, you know, veterinarians kind of cross their fingers and hope that, you know, a frost will come and my patients will get better and I won't have to deal with this anymore. I know a lot of veterinarians who hate treating um Skin cases, dogs who come in when they're itching because it makes them tear their hair out because they feel like they can't help them very much. Um, but, you know, this is part of what got me started in holistic medicine was that I would see animals who had summer, summer allergies. The next year they'd have summer-fall allergies, and then it would be spring-summer-fall allergies, and then they would develop year-round allergies. And we would tell people stupid things like, well, you know, allergies get worse to <laughs> get older. But really what that meant is that we didn't know how to treat them. Because if we knew how to treat them, their allergies would have gotten lesser every year instead right. of worse every year. Right. Now, of course, there's things that we can't control, like your neighbor's use of lawn chemicals and the city sprays for mosquitoes and global warming. and You know, okay. control the things that we can. That's true. Best we can do. Okay. Uh, but now, are there any other remedies, too, that might be able to perk up the immune system? Um, you know, you can look anywhere online and find a list of 10 natural things that are going to help your dog okay. uh, fight allergies. And, but like you were saying before, it's not any one of those things in isolation. Right. So I would not say, okay, colostrum is number one on the list. So I'm going to use colostrum for a couple weeks, see how that goes. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to move to number two. Okay. For one thing, if you don't get the diet right, you're not likely to be successful. And then... All of these things kind of work together. So um, this year, my clients have had a lot of success using quercetin with bromelain, which is a supplement that you could buy at any health food store. And you sort of use it like an antihistamine. You might have to give it three times a day to kind of... Can you spell that? <laughs> what is this, a spelling bee? No. But, but for Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. People... Okay. okay. I believe. Bromelain? I'm not going to spell that. Okay. <laughs> So it's that with the bromelain. Thank you. I think I won something. Hey, get sunglasses. sunglasses. (laughs) There you go. But so that so that's a and that's what about how much do you give? Because that's a people thing, isn't it? One, just give one. Just give one. Start with one. Yeah, I mean it's it's a supplement that is very safe, and so you're not really gonna you know overdose your dog on it. So usually I'll start with one. If it's a capsule, you can try splitting it. If you have a little tiny dog like a chihuahua or something like that, like three pound Ethel. Three-pound Ethel, you would open the capsule and try to give her a quarter of it, maybe. Okay. 
Okay, sounds yeah. good. Okay, so well, we, we got to run the break. And so then, hey, folks, you've got a question? Give a holler. Somebody and you guys in the audience here, if anybody's got a question, you can waltz on up to the mic here when we come back, and you can ask us a question. Okay, in the, the Minnesota State Fair opened in. Uh, its current location, you know, right here, in what year? September 7th of uh, 1885, 1887, or 1889? We'll be right back. Okay, we're back at the Minnesota State Fair and Hoot and Holler. All righty then. Yes, there are real live people here. And we got one book. Bye-bye. And we got a person here that stopped by with his grandma. His name is Carter, and he has got a uh, wiener dog named Icky. And how old is Icky, Carter? He's four years old? Okay. Him and his grandma are sitting front row center there, so thank you for coming by. And thank you for uh, the two rescue people. No, I can't remember your name. Diane? Jean and? George. That's right. How did I forget George? They, we've decided that they are not foster failures. They are foster winners. Remember, folks? So, yeah, anytime you adopt a dog that you've been fostering, you are a foster winner because you won and so did the dog. So, anyway, so we're taking the questions now. Carly says we have some questions. Oh, wait a minute. we got to do the... I was going to say, Gotta we do the trivia, trivia question. Okay. Uh, Minnesota State Fair opened in the current location September 7th in 1985, 1987, or 1989. Carly, what do you think? I'm going to say 87. Okay. What are you going to say, Des? 85. Okay. And George says five. Okay. So the, uh, it is 1985 is what yes! it is. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Carly is so easy to entertain, I see. But anyway, September 7th, 1985 was the first year. It was considered a, a quasi-state agency under the direction of the Minnesota State Agricultural Society. The MSA Society was created solely for the purpose of running this Minnesota State Fair. All right, there's one piece of trivia for you. So let's go to the phone lines. What do we got there? Okay, we're going to talk to Janet. And she has All a question right. about her dog, whose breath smells really fishy. Her breath smells very fishy. All yeah. right. Do you say Donna? Janet. Janet. Oh, Janet. <laughs> hey, Janet. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How about yourself? Good, good. So what kind of dog do you have? A Gordon Setter. Okay. Oh, nice. I don't see very many of those. How old? Yeah. He's six. Six. Okay. And how long has her fi- breath smelled fishy? It's been about a week. Maybe not okay. quite. Okay. And then now, uh, what food are you feeding her? I'm sorry? What food are you feeding her? Oh, um, he's on Fromm's, and it was a, a salmon tuna lini um, blend. And so at first we thought it was just the food, but this it's something that's clearly his breath. Okay. And so um, now you giving any supplements at all? No. Okay. So it's just that food. Uh, do you live by lake where she could be eating fish? <laughs> Um, we do live by a lake, but he has no interest in the water. He's not a water dog at all. Oh, really? Well, that's interesting. All right. Okay, Dr. Jess, you have any idea? Is he behaving totally normally? Yes, completely normal. Drinking water? Yep. More than usual, less than usual? Nope, about the same. Okay. What do his teeth look like? Can you hold them up to the we microphone? Just had a teeth. <laughs> I mean, we literally just took him, like, less than three weeks ago when he had his teeth cleaned. Oh, okay. And so they, they did blood work before anesthesia? Um, yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes, um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to alarm you, but sometimes when a dog breath, when a dog's breath changes, 
it means that something is going awry on the inside, right? So there's a very characteristic odor that you get when the dog's kidneys fail, um, you know, when there's other kinds of organ damage, and it's, it's kind of breath that would knock you over. Uh, so if he just had his teeth cleaned, just had some anesthesia, it, it, honestly, it might be worth, ha worth having him looked at again just to make sure that everything is functioning normally. Um, I just posted on my Facebook page yesterday, I think, um, uh, for holistic veterinary care, I just posted about um, some different um, dog toothpaste that you can make at home that are really easy to make and very safe. Baking, baking soda, right? Yeah, a lot of them were baking soda based. Yeah. But, you know, there were some different recipes there that were pretty simple. Um, I don't brush my dog's teeth. I feed them raw bones, so they clean their teeth themselves. Um, but if, you, if, the, if the bad breath is not related to the teeth, then you could look at digestion. So sometimes adding a probiotic is very useful. But if the, if the breath is really strong and really bad, I would have him checked out again. Checked out as far as what, another blood, blood profile? Or? Maybe. I mean, you go to the vet and you see what they think. I mean, I, I do like, have an appointment set up for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I personally have a crappy set, sense of smell, but mm -hmm. I, I can smell that kind of, you know, okay. death breath. Or so then what is she looking for, like kidney, liver problems or yes. what? Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay, so does that help you out all, kiddo? Um, yeah, well, I'll take him to the vet and we'll find out. Yeah, it's kind of general. I mean, you basically have to try to figure out where it's coming from. So I, I don't want to blow it off and say, you know, oh, just give the dog a probiotic and some raw bones and he'll be fine because... Um, you know, it sounds like it's kind of sudden onset okay. after an anesthetic episode. I would have it checked out. Okay, I will. Oh, All right. Okay, okay keep us posted, okay? All right, thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, do we have, is Carter, oh, they're over there. Okay, is the mic on? Where's my, go is, oh, there he is. <laughs> I'm like, where'd that engineer go? <laughs> okay, hi, guys. We talk about Carter and his grandma, and guess who's up to the mic? Okay, there's Grandma. What you? Oh, Carter steps away. Come on, Carter. Oh, nope, the mic's not on. Not coming across. Technology at its finest. What can we say? Testing. One, two, testing. There, are you there? I'm trying to use the mic. Try it. Nothing yet? Got to go. Well, okay, in the meantime, while they're working on the mic, let's go to the other, <laughs> the other caller. Are you got one there, Carly? Yes, we have two left. And right. we're going to go to Kate, and right. she has a question about a dog with arthritis. Arthritis. Yes. All right. Hi, my name, my name is Kate, and I have an 11-and-a-half-year-old Great Pyrenees whose mobility is starting to decline, and I'm very worried about him. I've had him on CB that oil, um, hemp oil. I've had him on osteo... Um, pills. I've and now he's on an um, omega three. So I don't know. I you know I'm running out of options to you know. I, and he's struggling trying to get up. I have hardwood floors and I have yoga mats all over for um, for some traction. <laughs> well, that's good. Thank you for doing yeah. that. So now, can I, I ask you know. one question? Can I? Can you be honest? Is your dog overweight? Not at all. No. In okay, fact, good. he's lost muscle mass. He's a, a large. Great Pyrenees. He's now down to 90 pounds. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, oh, Dr. Yeah, Jess. No. Yeah. And he's what? 11 and, 11 11 and a half years old yep. for Great Pyrenees. That's yep. pretty remarkable. That's very good. Um, has, has he been to a, see a chiropractor yet? No chiropractor. I no. He's just been to the regular dad. I've thought about acupuncture. I've thought about different. Time things to go to a there. chiropractor. It's time to go to a um, chiropractor. Do you Great have Pyrenees. A 
yeah, you Great know, Pyrenees typically have kind you know, of. Uh, a chiropractor I could call? Or? Your vet will have somebody who they refer to. Okay. Um, so you think it, that might do some good. And what about acupuncture? Acupuncture, I think it is useful for managing pain, but sometimes you really just need somebody who can put the bones back where they're supposed to be. Right. Well, and I take him for short walks, you know, around my neighborhood. And, he, and when we first get out, he can run and stuff, but he refuses to go up my six steps that are carpet. He won't go up uh -huh. into, my, into the living room. So, but he will go in the back all the way up the steps from my back deck, which are... 11 steps. He'll go up them, but not in my up my living my to my living room. <laughs> yeah, but who knows with dogs? Sometimes it takes it all. You know, sometimes all it takes is one slip, and then they're not going to yeah, do that scared. same thing again. Yeah. And carpet can be slippery if you're a dog. So yeah, he may have. You know, who knows? You know, it's an entryway, and there's probably some slip and slide down there on the entryway. But all right, thank right. you. I will take. Well, but wait a minute. Now, what about Dr. Jess? What about some MSM? Or some, you know, mobility, like do Wapiti Labs have some mobility? What yeah. about, what's, your, what's your thoughts well, on that? Well, there are definite differences between joint supplements. And so, um, you know, for a dog like this, uh, what I was going to say before is that Great Pyrenees typically have lousy conformation, right? Their hind ends are not necessarily built for the long run. Dogs like right. these typically develop knee problems, hip problems. They get arthritis in their spine. And, of course, by age 11, every dog has slipped and fallen on the ice because we all do it. Yep. So that's why I think chiropractic first, but I would also get yourself a joint supplement. Make sure that the joint supplement has glucosamine and chondroitin and MSM. And then if you can give Boswellia as well, that is hugely beneficial. What is the last one? Boswellia. B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A. Yeah, -E it is considered to be the arthritis herb. It's extremely safe at high doses, extremely safe for long-term use. I typically use the standard process Boswellia complex because it also has turmeric in it, and turmeric and Boswellia are kind of like a magical oh, combination. I, could, I could put turmeric in. I, about once a week, I'll make some ground turkey with uh -huh. uh, brown rice, and then um, I usually put... And I always warm their water, but because they have four dogs, but I put turmeric in the food also. Good, good. So, so now you right. just need to do these things on a regular basis. Right. Um, and so, yeah. with a dog the size of a Great Pyrenees, um, don't hesitate to give twice the recommended human dose of Boswellia. You can get Boswellia at any health food store, but of course, like anything else, it's better if it's organic. Um, oh, and yeah, dogs, definitely. yeah, and okay. for herbs, dogs need often need higher doses than humans. Okay. So okay. Boswellia. Boswellia. B O S W E L L I A. You got it. Sweet. Right. And I don't know how to spell Moustache. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Oh, no problem. Hey, Dr. Joseph, they can get a, what, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website at holistic vet care.com. Okay, Carly, thank what you. time is it? Carly. She must be on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. Over here. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Why don't we put it's them on? It's time for yeah. trivia. Okay. And I was on the phone. You gotta yes. give me time, Katie. Come I on. Know it. I know it. I know it. Okay, we we'll go trivia. Okay, what continues to be the top most sold food item here at the fair? What continues to be the most top most food item here at the fair? We'll be back. All right, that would be me, Katie K9, sing single-handedly keeping that song alive. Uh, yeah, I know everybody's like, yeah, is it, 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 but it's a, but it's, I've been doing it for 17 years, folks. So I can't change now. We just got to keep that song going, right? 
Me and, and sunglasses uh, we give given away here. But anyway, oh, we got to do the trivia first. Okay, what top food is the top most sold food item here? What is the top most food so, so item here? Uh, Carly, what do you think? Okay, so I'm having a hard time. I want to go like Sweet Martha's, like Pronto Pop, a corn dog, maybe some corn. Pick one. Pick one. What? <laughs> Did, pick one. <laughs> Did I say the correct answer? Did, pick something. Pick what you think. Uh, okay, uh, the corn. Corn. What? Corn? Like the corn like on the cob? Like the corn on the cob. Okay, what do you think? Corn dog. Okay, anybody, anybody out here? What do you guys think? What? Who said Sweet Martha's? Everybody. Yep, that's it. Sweet it Martha was? cookies. Yep. Oh, they should have gone with my gut. They make 30 million cookies a day. A day, folks. That's unbelievable. Yep, Sweet Martha's cookies. Very good. Somebody knows her trivia. All right. Now, do you have... Oh, we have... Now, with the, we had trouble with Mike before. Now, we got... We got uh, I don't know if Carter's going to talk or just Grandma's going to talk. Okay, go ahead, Mount Grandma. Hi, I... Am also what you call the foster failure or no? Foster, it's foster, foster winner. Yes, winner. I like that. Yes. Well, anyway, I've been doing it for about five years, and just up until recently, it seems like the top one that was always the top place wants to vie and just pick on the second one. Do okay. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, they were living bliss blissfully mm -hmm. for going on five years and then just these past few months just picking on him where sometimes he jumps on him and wants to grab his neck with oh, his mouth okay how what are the ages of the dogs uh probably well the the alpha male is seven and the other one is right around the same age okay has there been any um usually when you start seeing a cha you know a change in the pack status uh, you know, somebody's trying to, you know, either drill home a point or become, you know, number one. It's, there's a change in the pack itself. Like there was a kid that went to college or there was a divorce or there was a death or something like that. That Or there was a change in the pack. There was a dog that came and then left or somebody, you got a new cat or you got something like that. And so that's usually when, what happens is that you start seeing somebody, you know, being more assertive because the pack is changing. And so they're trying to figure it out themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's what happened. So, there was a passing to the Rainbow Bridge of one of them in the pack. Okay. Yep. And so that, that's when, when a lot of times yeah. that will raise us up. So what you want to do is are, are there... Um, uh, time, like, does is it set off by when he's the other one is being petted, or when there's food around, or what? What seems to be a main trigger? Do you have have one? When we're trying to do the nighttime routine, is really when it does happen, where he becomes very vocal and then growling and then jumping on him. Okay, so uh, like when you just got done, you're working into feeding, and then or working into the evening hours, going to bed, or what seems to be. To me, it seems like. The one who's picking on the other one wants to claim my whole body to sleep next to and not the other one. Okay. So the, so they all sleep with you? Yes. In bed? Okay. And, the, and does a squabble happen on the bed? Yes. Okay. It starts on the bed. It starts on the bed. Yeah. So then I'm sorry to say this. Everybody, got, other than you, get kicked off the bed. <laughs> okay. And you start using kennels. You can tether them to the bed frame. But so right now you've got to knock everybody down a little bit here and say, hey, just settle down here. Because that's what I mean. He's, uh, he's decided that no, 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 no. The mine, 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 mine. Yeah. And not allowing anyone within. So we just got to. And then I would start teaching tricks. 
uh, because get his mind onto something else instead of just trying to control the situation. Uh, get that book, uh, uh, Kids, let's see, uh, uh, Dog Tricks for Kids 101 by Sundance. And have him start, and yourself, start teaching some tricks so you're giving his mind something else to do other than look for leadership and poking, you know, poking at That's the good. other dog, okay? Yeah. Get his mind onto other things. But other than that, right now, he need, is he a kid? Does he that dog kennel? Does he kennel in a... You know, he doesn't want to kennel up very nicely. He's snapped at me then. Start throwing a treat in there as you go by the kennel. You know, kennel up. Good job. Yeah. Start feeding him in his kennel. Okay. So, and then put, while you're at home, put him in the, the kennel, like, you know, a minute here, five minutes there. And so then now he's going to and always leave the door open so he can use it when he chooses also. But just reacclimate it so that you can use it. Like, let's say the evening time, you can see he's starting to get wound up and be not nice. Then he goes into his kennel. Time out. Just settle down. But don't start screaming and yelling at him, bad dog, because he's already upset, and that's why he's being kind of narky. And so now what we have to do is we have to try to soothe the waters here and let me have everybody get along. Yeah, the last couple of nights, I've paid particularly attention where if I start to hear his little grumblings in okay, his yeah. throat, uh, I say, stop. Uh-huh, very nice. No. Check his head. You say, then, hey, hey. I yeah. use the word, hey, 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 be nice, ah, yeah, uh, yeah, be nice. Yeah, that's yes, it. you could be nice. Yes. You know, kind of, yeah, just try to. There's a lot of things I picked up from you as far as that. <laughs> and saying thank you. There you, you know. go. Excellent, excellent. Give that a shot. Otherwise, give me a holler up at Katie's Canines. Okay. And then we'll, we could try something else because, you know, there's always, there's more, you know, there's, this is usually one that usually works, but then we'll see what his personality does with it, and then we can go from there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming up there, Carter and Grandma. Appreciate it. They've been listening to me in the car. They secretly go off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. There you go. Anybody else got any questions? You come on up to the mic. It would be greatly to take to you. Sorry you got to look at my side, beautiful side profile for quite a while there. Sorry about that. But it's, it's, it's gonna, Are you going to be like short here? Are you going to like stand here the whole time? Do you want me to sit in the chair? Well, I feel very then I have to get off my chair. No, you don't. Whoa, those chairs are high, folks. You have no idea. And they're tell? zippy. Yeah, no kidding. There we go. We'll stand here until the top of the hour of the break, and we can both hobble onto our car, our okay. chairs, okay? I mean, you look down at me anyway, so I can really... I know. I felt, matter. I feel very where, way I'm, up I'm here. I'm two feet tall on a good day. So. There you go. Okay, we got another yeah. question there? Yeah. Sure. What, what's your name? My name's Eric. And where are you from? Oakdale. You feel like you're in a cage, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your, what's your question? Um, We have a... Three-year-old Chussel. Okay, what? A Chihuahua Brussel Griffon. God, really? Yeah. I've never heard of that. And That'd be interesting to see. Okay. Yeah, and he's... Okay, uh, wait a minute. Are you sure it's not a chiffon? A chiffon. Totally. Oh. It's a, it's a chiffon. Is that what they're called? Chiffon? I, I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one, Jess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, what? No, no. Pass that now. He, he's about between five and six pounds. Okay. And he... He's a very excited peer. Okay. Yep. And we're just wondering if there's anything we can do to... That's called submission peeing, and that's when they get really excited or yeah. really worried, then it then comes the falls or sprinkles. Yeah, it's right? usually when he's excited. Right. Yeah. And so what you got to do is don't do that. Well. <laughs> don't, don't talk baby talk to him like, how are you? Oh, is my yeah. little buddy? Don't, and don't let other people do. If people come to your house, have yourself a spray bottle, yeah. you know, set on a stream filled with water. And if they start talking the baby talk and get them all excited and then he whizzes, you know, what you blast the humans that just did it and just say, now you can okay. clean that up. Okay. So he won't outgrow. 
grow that? No, what it comes, what it stops at is by becoming more confident within themselves. So doing obedience classes, uh, teaching tricks, getting him more so that he's got other things to think about instead of just get himself all wigged out like, hi, yeah. will you pet me? Okay. All right. And so now he's going to look at you to afford more direction. And so that's the big thing is you use your brain more. It yeah. builds up confidence and then the wisdom will go down. Okay. Everybody says the dog will outgrow it. Technically, yes, because they get more confident as they get older. Yeah. But some dogs, especially with little dogs like that, how many pounds? Three pounds? I mean, he's, about, he's between five and five, six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and they don't use their, do you carry them around a lot do you let, or do you let them use his feet much? I don't. My wife does. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing is, well, you carry them around so much, you know, they're, they're used to seeing the world from up here. And yeah. when you put them down, they're almost insulted, like, you want me to use these? feet and so but the more you can use him at his level and get him to think and do things then yeah. that whizzing is going to go away yeah well, well when we put her when we put him down he just whines because uh-huh. he wants to be picked right up and her. then that's what you just <laughs> and mom does that and mom Joke, does it. then you're reinforcing the wrong behavior when he whines okay. he gets picked up yeah. okay and so what you just got to do is uh-uh and then redirect him where's your toy where's dad let's go outside yeah. get him on to something else okay so that then because that's what see like my three pound ethel yeah. it's so easy to carry around and people see her walking around she looks like a little white dot you know and it's like that's a dog and anybody else had her she probably would never see the ground because she's so little but no that's what gives her confidence and that little chick she can do a lot of stuff because uh, that I made her use her feet then up to that point probably nobody did (laughs) and so the more you instead of quit carrying them around and make build that confidence all right, then you're going to have that uh, submission peeing okay. and whizzing will go away. Okay, is but it, don't it, yell at him for it because okay. believe it or not, it's an honor. You know, that it's not a potty training problem, it's a confidence problem. Okay, okay? and so a dog that will submission urinate are the dogs that train the easiest because they want to please the most. Yeah, and so it's an honor to be whizzed around. <laughs> oh, <see? laughs> okay. but it's heck to clean it up. Yeah. At least you don't have a great Dane that has that exciting. No, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the male female. Nope, no, nope, nope. Okay. no, all it has to do with is confidence level is what it is okay and that's why they get really excited they whiz and when they get really scared by yelling at them, what did you do bad yeah, dog yeah, yeah. and then they're gonna whiz even more well okay? he's too small to yell at okay there. but that no so start making him use his own four feet teach him tricks you know, get into obedience class. Katie Kane and obedience school up in Hugo, Minnesota is a very ah, nice place. Okay. <laughs> okay, All right. Thanks. Thank you. You bet. Uh, Take care. Yep. Where are we are? We're at Carly. Trivia. Trivia. Does that mean? Oh, no, I don't have my glasses. I got to get this closer to me. I forgot my glasses. Okay, let's see. Did it, did it, did it, did it. Uh, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Okay, you know, there's the, the uh, fresh cut French fry stands uh, have been open in the fair, open here at the fair since 1973, 1977, or 1978. When did the the uh, the French fry stands open? And then, how many pounds of potatoes do they go through? We'll be back. Yep, we're live at the Minnesota State Fair, and here we go. All right. See, there are real people here. It's not just me and, and Dr. Jess. We got Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, live in the, well, not studio, at the fair. So if you got a question, please call in 651-641-1071. Okay, the trivia. For what year did the French fry people come out? Do you have any idea? Carly, are you there? Um, I was thinking. Yeah, oh, oh. Didn't I thought I heard something over that direction. Didn't we have a... Multiple choice? <laughs> yeah. 
So can you repeat those multiple choice answers? 73, 78, 79. 73. Okay, what do you think, Dr. Jess? 78. 78. Anybody else out there? What year the French fry stands? 73, 78, what? 79. Okay, 1973. Yes! Excellent year because that was the year I graduated. Good year. Okay, how many th- how many pounds of potatoes do they you think they go through? Uh, you ready for this? Go through. Okay, uh, let's see. I'll give you. It's uh, two hundred fifty thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. What do you think? How many pounds of potatoes do they go through? Four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. What do you think? Oh yeah, four hundred thousand. Yeah. You guys. Well, okay, ding, 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 400 pounds of, 400,000 pounds of potatoes. That's a lot of potatoes. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay, and then you ready for this? How many, oh, we'll do the other ones. For, okay, we'll do what the other ones did the next time. Okay, uh, uh, do we have uh, uh, questions back there, Carly? Yes, we do. How many? We have two. Two? Okay. Yeah. How long have they been holding them? Uh, like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay, because I've also got here. Let's take one from you, and then we'll do out. We'll come back out here. Okay. okay. So bring put one on. So this up. is more or less just a thanks to one of you, but we're oh. gonna go to Mary Jo. Okay. Hi, Mary Jo. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. What can we do for you? Well, I really called to say thank you both. I don't have a question. I've listened to you, Katie, for years and years and years, and I finally got smart and took my dog Carter to Dr. Jeff. And I really just called to say thank you. She put him on raw food. I stopped the vaccinations. I stopped the flea and tick stuff. This dog is remarkably different, and he's ten and a half. Whoa! No, like what kind of dog is Carter? He's knocking down to get at the food. <laughs> he doesn't have those lungs. His breath is better. And I just called to say thank you both. I mean, it was the oh, best thing you. I ever did for my pet. Now you said the dog's name was Carter. Carter. Carter's a big black lab. He weighs about 96 pounds. Wow. About a year ago, I brought him back to Jess. She sat on the floor with him. He loved her. She gave him, told me to put him on raw food. She gave him two supplements. And he's like, he's not like a puppy, but he's, it's the most remarkable thing I ever saw. Excellent. Yeah, I it's amazing. I with all my pets. So thank you both. Thank you, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for calling in. So many times we... So, so many times people called in to yell at us <laughs> instead of thank us. And so that's really nice. A good word spreads faster, slower than a bad word. A bad word spreads, spreads like wildfire. Okay, let's throw it to the mic here on the grounds. Who do we got? What's your name? Hi, I'm Carly. Hi, Carly. What can I do for you? Or what can uh, we do for you? Yeah, so me and my husband, we have just about a year old Golden. All right. Um, and it's been really difficult taking him for walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much leash stuff, but he wants to bark and just freak out at any dog that he sees. Okay, when you go on a walk, what do you walk him with? A training collar or a harness or what? Um, so we have that, like, metal... like pinch collar? Yeah, yeah, we had that for a little while. He seemed to kind of be unfazed with that for a while. And then it was like the face, like around the... Okay, yeah, the dental leader? Yeah, yeah, now we have that. Okay, and how does he do with that? Is he always trying to get it off or shake it or what? Uh, he is for a little bit, and then after a while, he's okay. And Okay, do you go to dog parks or dog play groups? We used to. Okay. We... And then we heard that you said that wasn't very good, so we stopped. <laughs> Um, and so, how long has it been since you have not gone there? Oh, gosh. Um, maybe six months. Okay. 
five months. Okay. So now you're going for a walk, and you, you, another people are coming with their dogs. And, okay. And so then, what happens with your dog then? Um, just starts barking and almost growling. And then, what do you do? Really mean. We'll we'll try to like kind of veer off the path a little bit. Okay. Maybe distract him with like a tennis ball, his right. favorite toy, okay. um, some treats too, okay. and okay. he'll. Uh, Okay, so what I would say, well, you can also use a squeaker toy. Redirecting is a good thing. Use a squeak, squeak, squeak. What's this over here? Squeak, squeak, squeak. You know, get him his mind onto something else. That's yeah. an excellent idea. But I would enroll in a dog obedience class, and the reason is he's got to be around other people and other dogs, and he's got to learn to behave. Okay. I see, like the pinch collar, usually that works great, but some most people fit them very snug. And mm -hmm. so I fit my pinch collars so they slide over the head and they slide off. Most trainers fit them very snug, so no matter where the dog train, turns, he's being poked. And it's just like me and Jess going for a uh, walk, and I grab Jess's arm like this, you know, that constant pressure. After a while, she's going to look at me like, when are you going to let go of my arm? You know, so that's <laughs> why the, any training collar should always be loose when the okay. dog is behaving because that's part of the reward, all right? So the, if the gentle leader works where it's not constantly pulling on it, try that. Otherwise, go back to using the pinch collar, but make sure it's loose. But okay. I would enroll in an obedience class. Where about what area do you live in? Um, we live in Robbinsdale. Robbinsdale, okay. We actually took him to one of your classes when he was like about five months old. Okay, what's the dog's name? Eddie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's not too many dogs named Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie. Okay. Well, so so then he needs then a refresh to come back. Okay. You, you know what I mean? And to be, I got to be going, getting one class to start on September 9th, uh, 10th and 11th, I think. Oh, but uh, but yeah, but that'd be the thing is is to get him back in because now he's an adult, and so now more things you know sometimes come puppy class works great, but then all of a sudden you hit another stage and yeah. you got to work with it. Okay. Okay. So so that's what I would suggest because then that way he has to be around other people, other dogs, and then you can learn to control him, okay? Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, kid, you bet. <laughs> Say hi to Eddie. Yeah, you don't see too many dogs named Eddie. That was a pretty good. I just had a golden doodle come out, though, but his name is Eddie. So that's why, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm into people names for animals myself. So anyway, okay, uh, Dr. Jess, uh, back yes. to what do we got? What, how much time we got now? Two minutes, three minutes? About three Probably. About three minutes? Yeah. Okay. Okay, how many, who do we have on the line? We have Kim. Okay, why don't we take Kim? Okay. Kim okay. is, have, or has a question about a dog with kidney disease and bad breath. Okay, kidney disease and bad breath. Okay, what's uh, Kim? Yep. Okay, hi Kim. How old is your dog? Uh, she, how old is she? She will be yeah. 14 in November. And what kind of dog? She is a Chihuahua Rat Terrier. She's about four pounds. Okay. And okay. she's so tiny, I could never get in there and do her teeth. But she has four teeth left. Okay. And I know when I take her in next week, they're probably going to want to pull them. But being she has kidney disease and stuff, should I let them put her under anesthesia again? She's 14. Dr. Jess. Well, it, you know, it, it depends on how bad things are. It depends on how, what the blood values look like. Uh -huh. You know, anesthesia nowadays is certainly safer than it used to be, but, um, you know, your vet would be the one to decide if it's okay. safe to put her under anesthesia or not. Okay. Which teeth does she have left? Are they the ones up front? No, they're in the way back. Wow. Oh, okay. Four um, in the back. And then um, uh -huh. I really have trouble getting her to eat. I'm constantly changing um, the canned kidney foods and um, or real chicken or real turkey. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything to get, increase her appetite or 
feed her that's better than something else. Oh, of course. Um, and, and I think that this is something that you see pretty commonly in animals with kidney disease is that they do like novelty. They get pickier, and a lot of it is because they're not feeling well. Mm-hmm. So they'll still eat, but you really have to you know, offer them something good to tempt them to eat. Right. You know, Dar- Darwin's is a raw pet food company that makes prescription kidney diets. Okay. So I would look at them and have your vet give you a prescription for one of their uh, kidney diets. Oh, okay. It's, it's a raw food, so it's just going to be better for them than any processed food. Now, and she told me she was afraid for me to feed her raw food because I've mentioned that to her before because she's so small. That she said what does that she have to do with some... anything? Huh? Yeah. I, I don't think the size of the dog makes it less of a dog. Dogs okay. are dogs. Okay. Okay, why don't you hold on so we can come back to you when you come back from break, okay? So don't hang up and we'll talk more about this because you're not the only one in that boat, okay? Okay, how many gallons of oil does the French fry stands use? 2,200, 3,000, or 3,700 uh, gallons of oil a day? We'll be back. 